Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Thursday, October 1st. I'm your host, Simran Sandhu, and I'm excited to have you join us on today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by F5 Media. And to start us off this morning, things were hot at the New York Stock Exchange's Palantir Technology and Asana Incorporated went public via direct listing yesterday. Palantir closed the day at a share price of $9.50, which was 31% higher than their asking price of $7.25, putting the company's valuation at a whopping $21 billion. On the flip side, Asana ended the day with a share price of $28.80, which was 37% higher than their original asking price. Now, if you're sitting there wondering why a company would go public via direct listing, here are some of the benefits. For starters, they'll get to avoid millions in various fees they otherwise would have to pay to underwriters, which are typically investment banks. The companies will also be able to sit back and let employees and early investors cash out on stocks as they're not obligated to the same holding period as traditional listings. Both of these companies had a strong debut, which seems to be the norm for many tech listings. So far, U.S. listed IPOs have raised over $98 billion this year, which is the largest amount since the tech boom of 99. Our second story today takes us to the world of hacking, as experts say ransomware attacks have been skyrocketing this year. The most notable ransomware attack this week comes out of Universal Health Services, which is one of the country's largest healthcare chains. The attack happened on Sunday and left the company's systems down through Wednesday, and luckily no patients were harmed, but what is it exactly that these hackers want? The answer is, of course, money, and if you're a large organization, that price tag can range anywhere from $10 million to $30 million, according to cybersecurity company FireEye. If demands are not met, the hackers will most likely release the stolen data. Now moving into our third story this morning, Google may soon be able to finalize their purchase of electronic health company Fitbit, as the company has recently made some headway with the European officials. Google was originally barred from making the $2.1 billion acquisition, as EU officials felt that Google pledge to not use Fitbit data for advertising purposes was insufficient. In response, Google updated their concessions, ensuring that they would not discriminate against competitors using their Android operating system. The company also said that already existing agreements between Fitbit and other companies would be left as is. The company reassured that the purchase was about devices and not data, and now they will wait as the EU government has until December 23rd to approve the purchase. As for our fourth story today, Allstate, one of America's largest insurers, has unfortunately announced that they have decided to lay off 3,800 employees, which equates to 7.5% of their workforce. The company will also be incurring a pre-tax cost of $290 million as a part of their restructuring. The CEO, Tom Wilson, said that, quote-unquote, implementing the plan is difficult but necessary to provide customers with the best values. The layoffs are alongside the company's transformative growth plan with the goal of increasing market share. Now for our final story today, let's look at a recent report from the Wall Street Journal regarding the Justice Department's current investigation into the medical device company known as Medtronic. The company is being investigated after various complaints about ventilator shortages, prompting the DOJ to see if Medtronic limited the competition in ventilator manufacturing. The probe in question is broken down into two separate purchases. The first purchase is by Covidian, who bought a small ventilator manufacturer known as Newport Medical Instruments in 2012. 
Newport reportedly made a deal with the federal government to produce and supply low-cost ventilators. However, this deal was halted after Covidian bought the company. The second purchase brings us back to Medtronic as they bought Covidian in 2015, and now the Wall Street Journal reports that this year's struggle to supply enough ventilators is partly due to this kind of consolidation. Keep in mind, however, that these deals were made several years ago where companies wouldn't have had the hindsight that they do now. Anyways, folks, that's all we've got for you today. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Friday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.